Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber, joining us as we get ready to resume hockey. Training camp set to start in just a couple of weeks, and the games will start on January 13th, and we're all excited about the Blues coming back. Kerbs, good morning. How are you doing? Randy, Dan, I'm doing great. How are you guys today? Everything is terrific here. We're excited about the Blues coming back, and it'll be interesting to see. And we saw this when they came back with the return to play last spring, but or summer, I guess it was, but the fact that they're going to have to get things up and running so quickly to start games again. They really are. And, and one of the, one of the things that I think that the St. Louis blues learned and Craig Berube learned going into the return to play scenario back in August was, and they, they were very vocal about this afterwards. Like, they wish they had more guys in town a little bit sooner like some of the other teams did. And we've already seen that. We've got 25 guys, I think, already back in town that have already been skating in a whole group, groups of them together. you know. And, and I believe, actually, some of them are going through testing, not on an everyday basis, but a pretty regular basis over at, at Centene, I think. So uh, th- that being the case, they're already kind of gearing up that way. And I, I think if there was a lesson learned through that return to play situation back in August, it's how quickly they need to ramp up and how to ramp it up. I don't think they felt that they ramped up very well for August. I would expect a different scenario for this one. In terms of uh, the competition, it's kind of like old division play. First time all Canadian division since 1938. This is like the old Norris. You potentially could face uh, the Avalanche or Vegas or somebody, if you're the Blues, 15 times. I kind of like that in a four- to five-month period. What do you think? Listen, Dan, I I love what the league has done with this. And I know some fans are upset that the Blues aren't in the Central Division. And, yes, it's the first time since 1970 that the Blues and the Blackhawks aren't in the same division. But, you know, when the Blues entered the league, they had L.A. in their division. They had it for the first three years. They were part of the that, that expansion group division that, that they had. I like what they've done here. They're trying to – look, we all know that the situation isn't perfect, okay? So we're still going to be dealing with, you know, the, the COVID flexibility that we need. We know it's unique. So you could either gripe, moan, and groan about it, or you can embrace the challenge and, and, and have some fun with it. And I think the storylines, like the ones you were just talking about, an all-Canadian division – uh, the Blues and Vegas and Colorado, all in the same division. I, I think the storylines are absolutely fantastic. And if you're going to play a 56-game schedule, which is what they are looking to do, you're going to play each of the seven teams in your division eight times, four times at home, four times on the road. And and you're going to be playing a lot of those games. You're going to be playing in two-game sets unless the plan changes, right? So you'll go into Vegas and you'll play two games. They'll come here, you'll play two games. It, there's a lot of fun to be had with this. And I actually think when you look at the breakdown of these divisions, 
this is a better division for St. Louis right now than the Central. Uh, I mean, it, people right now talk, they're, they're, they're grumbling about the late game start time when you're out on the West Coast. So we have some of those in the regular season anyway, in a normal year. So I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. But I like the fact that you're going to be playing with the big boys. Now it's going to be harder to advance in the playoffs because you will have divisional playoffs. But, but you're playing a season head-to-head with Vegas and Colorado. And Arizona's up and coming. And and you've got those California teams that are always difficult to, to play. And I think that that's going to lead to much sharper, better hockey for this hockey team. Curbs, Jeremy Rutherford reporting at The Athletic that Ryan O'Reilly will be named the 23rd captain of the Blues with the official announcement perhaps coming this week. No surprise there uh, that he'll reportedly be wearing the C. I am intrigued, though, because the Blues also lost the leadership and the, the A's. They won't have... Tarasenko at the beginning. The Steen is gone now. He's retired, essentially. I'll, I'll be interested to see what young players the Blues have rise up to BAs and, and take on those leadership roles. Yeah, and you know what, Randy? I, th- I think what's also important to remember here is the way things have changed over the years is a lot of these teams in sports do that leadership committee kind of thing. So yes, you do have somebody with the C it is tradition, but it really is a a group discussion that they have. So I would expect Colton Pareko to potentially have one. When Vladimir comes back, I would think they would uh, keep it with him. I would look to see and uh, and, and have one on Braden Shen. Mm -hmm. I think there's a chance you could see Justin Falk have one as well. Uh, Schwartz is another guy. So they have plenty in that group. David, you know, and, and shame on me for doing this. We, we talk about this all the time, and I don't know why we don't talk more about David Perron. Great point, me you know, either. And, and his experience and stuff, too. And, and listen, you can hear the leadership in David Perron in his postgame comments and things like that. So you've, you've definitely got to throw DP57 in there as well. I, I think they're going to be set, and they'll have the opportunity to move that around a little bit if they want to. In terms of the the home markets, what are they going to do with San Jose? What are they going to do with Vancouver? There's been some talk that uh, they would not be able to play in their home market. What are they going to do with those situations? Yeah, the, the difference, the challenge is, is uh, like in British Columbia, they don't want the other teams coming in to play is, is where their issue is there versus kind of what you've got in, in the San Jose area where their county has just said, you're not playing here. So those are things, Dan, that still have to be worked out. The National Hockey League is trying to figure that out. If in, they're keeping the Canadian divisions, and it looks and it sounds like they've made progress with the other provinces uh, in how that's going to work. So if if they have to start the season in Vancouver, can't play in in Vancouver, well, then they may have to just go to another Canadian city and start the season there. And that's going to be the same thing for San Jose or for any other team where that scenario pops up. And and that's one of the challenges here. Is it fair? Well, no, but it's the reality we live in, and they'll have to deal with it. It doesn't make sense to do hub cities or bubbles because one or two teams live in an area where the government is dictating that scenario. I, I think it made sense to just to disrupt as few as possible and get things going as normal as possible, and, and I think that'll be their option. So if, if it happens in California, those teams may have to just join another city for a little while, play out of another city until things change, and, and people will deal with it. The uh, schedule will be turned out, I'm, I'm sure, later this week. Curbs, there will be no preseason games. Aside from the pandemic, which is the most obvious aspect to any roadblocks the NHL might run into, what do you think the biggest roadblock might be? What's a, What concerns you about derailing a part of this season? 
the start of the year, uh, the start of the season uh, for, for me is, is going to be a big question mark. If you're not going to have any preseason games in the two weeks that they're going to have camp, Craig Barubi and his coaching staff, and we'll have Craig, by the way, joining us uh, live at noon today, Randy. Great. Craig, uh, Craig is going to have to ramp up the intensity and the competition in a big way because I think that schedule when it comes out could have the Blues in Colorado and the Blues in Vegas head-to-head in day one. Those two points in a 56-game season in day one are mammoth. They are huge head-to-head with those other top teams. So uh, the the start has got to be huge. The other aspect is because the American Hockey League isn't scheduled to start until February, and because you have to have the extra players, as Dan saw firsthand so much with the Cardinals last year due to COVID, they're going to have a taxi squad of about six or seven extra players. Because you're also going to have a smaller camp where you could have unlimited goalie and right around 30 in camp, there's going to be some other players that maybe you would wanted to get a look at, kind of like the Blues did with Sammy Blay a couple years ago and that put Sammy on the map. That's not going to happen this year. So how this plays out with some of the younger players is another intriguing storyline to watch. Curbs, great stuff. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, guys, uh, have, a, have a great day. Have a great week, and uh, Merry Christmas, and Happy Holidays to everybody this week. And Merry Christmas to you and your family as well. Thank you. Your favorite band's about to play a sold-out show. You got in. Over here. With a friend and found a spot close enough to see the set list. They're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.